Good morning and welcome to the Daily BM. I'm your host, Mike, and with me today I've got Eric. What's going on? What up, Mike? And you forgot fuckers! Fuckers! Ah, yeah. Good morning, fuckers, as Brad would say. Brad is on vacation, so he is not in today, but he will be back tomorrow, maybe. Yes, I think, I believe he will be, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on, Eric? Nothing much. Welcome to Daily BM. We are super glad you are there and super <laughs> glad that we're here because we want to talk to you about Mikey. <laughs> you want to talk to them about Mikey? No, we want. I was, I was pointing at you and your screen, hoping that you oh, think you could see your, me. <laughs> your hand, your hand was off screen, so you were below the camera. <laughs> and we just want to talk about my dick today. <laughs> yeah, about my dick. <laughs> Actually, no. We were we're gonna have a little discussion about. Everyone's favorite flower, Mary Jane. Oh, yes. Because I just got my medical marijuana card in the mail today. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm having a, a little bit of nerve damage, some nerve pain. And one of my friends said, hey, you should give this a shot because it works really well for me. So I kind of tried. You know, I went to the ER. They gave me a couple things. Didn't work very well. Um, went to urgent care like a week later. They didn't hook me up at all. Didn't help. Um, they just gave me steroids and something else. Like, uh, I think it was tramadol. Um, and that didn't do nothing. So one of my friends said, Hey, you should try this. And uh, I was like, what the hell? I'm at my wits end. Cause I hadn't been sleeping for like three months and went and got it. And it actually helped out quite a bit as a CBN slash THC mixture. Um, helps me go to sleep at night. Kind of lets me get good nights of rest without any pain. And I've been waking up feeling a little bit better each day. So that's a big positive. Um, now I know that, you know, you have all your ailments. Um, yeah. have you tried weed to alleviate them? No, but I, I'm go- definitely going to start to do that now. Um, yeah. because literally, I mean, I've heard, I've heard forever now, you know, it, it really does help heal people for, and I mean, it helps cancer patients go through chemo yeah, to no. alleviate it, it, to alleviate the pain for them. So for what I'm dealing with, and what you're dealing with? Yeah. We kind of, you know, we kind of take a back seat in our, you know, I mean, nothing's more better than worse than worse than better. Uh, <laughs> that, see, that made no sense because that's because I was on the THCs. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, the I'm THC. <laughs> Long way around, you're going to partake. Yeah, because i um, been trying a couple different things like gabapentin. They just prescribed me that, but I noticed it really didn't a lot for me. Um, Gabapentin is something that uh, you and I have talked about before, something yeah. that I take. Oh, I, t- I, I used to take. And uh, it's like to me, um, I guess it worked. And I don't know if it worked because I was like, I didn't feel like, apparently it makes you high. Some people get really high from it. On gabapentin? Yeah. And now I had a really high uh, uh, prescription, mm-hmm. milligram wise, but I never ever felt like, oh yeah, this is going to be a drug that I'm going to take on the side, you know, and party. No, I never got that, but a lot of people do apparently. But I think the reason that it did work, I know it worked, Mm -hmm. but I think the reason I never felt it, felt different adverse side effects or whatever was because I was so doped up on every other drug they were giving me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know when it really fully hit me to the point where it was like, it's working. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm on a relatively, I think, lower end of the dose because I'm on like 100 milligrams. Um, and it really didn't do a lot for me. Um, 
Now, the edibles I've been taking, like, at night, they've been helping me sleep um, and get some much-needed rest, so that's great. And then I take a hybrid strain during the day, like uh, half of an edible, which is like five milligrams, um, in the morning. Kind of dulls the pain, but I can still focus, still work. Doesn't doesn't put me in like any type of high state or make me tired. And then maybe around three o'clock, I take another one of those, another five milligrams, and it kind of keeps the pain just at bay. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is if I start building up a tolerance, where if I have to take more and more and more to get the same effect. That's the only thing I'm kind of worried about. But so far, I'm a week in, and I haven't had that yet. So I, I, I think that just goes uh, goes with you biting by the the guidelines of it. You know, it's like when you get a prescription, a doctor says, and it will say on the label right there, mm-hmm. take one pill two times a day, <laughs> up to eight hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you start abusing it, like anything, you start overdoing mm-hmm. it with anything. Yeah, of course, you're, you're overwhelming your body with it. And eventually your body's going to yeah. say, hey, I want more. Yeah. And I, and I know I know weed isn't a, an addictive drug or anything. So I'm, please don't think that I'm painting it that way. But yeah, I, I feel like it's it got a real bad rap. Um, especially with the, uh, I think like the Jim Crow laws, you know, like I think they saw that minorities, you know, liked marijuana. Um, and it was an easy way to put those people in jail and to bust them. So I think it is like, I'm glad that we're kind of reversing the trend on that because it is something that's really beneficial to a lot of people and it's pretty much all natural, you know, and if you get it from like a dispensary, you don't have to worry about being cut with anything else or mixed or, yep. you know, soaked in anything. Uh, I prefer the edibles just cause I don't like, I don't really like the smoke. Um, I don't like this. I don't really like this way it smells. It smells now, you know, um, and then with the edible, it's just, you pop it and you're done. Like, that's it. Like, there's no, you don't have to like, you know, smoke it. The, the pros and cons of that, like with edibles is they last a lot longer. Like, you know, I get about seven, eight hours out of an edible, but it takes about an hour to kick in. Um, whereas with the uh, smoking it, I guess it's much more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, it acts interacts with you quicker, but it, it also leaves potent. you faster. You potent. know, like yeah, it's more potent. Like when you smoke it, like it it goes in your system quicker, but then it doesn't last as long as far as the effects of it because it, it leaves your system as quickly. I guess Is as it, it goes in. I, I just I, I don't know. Like I said before, plenty of times we just seed that comes from the ground. If God didn't want it, wouldn't be around, homie. Yeah. I mean, seriously. No, I never, I don't think I ever asked you this and I don't think we discussed it on our show. One time was what, do you remember what exactly happened to your side of your neck, your shoulder to like, that was it turned out to be some kind of pinch and then um, turned into something worse or. Well, I'm supposed to go for an MRI to kind of get more to the bottom of it. But what the CAT scan and the x-ray showed is that my C5 and C discs are, they're twisted. Um, the vertebrae are twisted and they're twisted in opposite directions. So they're creating a pinch on that nerve. Um, now I've been going to the chiropractor. They've been trying to work and get it, you know, more uh, stabilized. Um, but that really hasn't happened yet as far as, uh, I guess, fixing the problem. I mean, it is helping like I'm getting more range of motion and stuff. So the pain's like subsiding. So it's working slowly, but I do think I'm going to need some type of medical procedure to get get me to get back to 100. Oh, wow! Yeah! Wow! Yeah! 
Yeah, Basically, it's, it's what, never fun. <laughs> what they're talking about doing is I got to go through physical therapy first, but what they're talking about is going in with a needle and I guess they inject something in the spot. And if you get an hour worth of relief, um, they do a second shot like a couple of days later to see, and then see if you get another hour worth of release. If it gets rid of the symptoms for at least an hour or longer, if it does, you pass and then they go in and they burn the nerve. So that way it, it uh, it doesn't feel anymore. And then it takes like up to a year for it to grow back. And then you just basically every year you have to go in and get this procedure done. Um, which is you don't, challenging. You don't you know, want to have to deal with that forever though. Yeah, I know. But I mean, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. I, 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 I guess I got to figure out what they, what the options are. Yeah. You, I mean, you got to get the results back and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I, it's in its state in for uh, a couple of weeks now, right? Like to even get a, to in touch with them. Has it been what? a week or two weeks? For what? The MRI? Yeah. Well, I went originally, but I couldn't, I couldn't sit in the machine because it was hurting too much. Like the That's position, right. um, which was funny because the girls that were there thought that I was like having anxiety about being in the tube, which I really wasn't like, it didn't really, that didn't freak me out because I know that they can get you out and you're only in like, as far as your body length, it's not like you're 200 feet down and you know, you're an hour and a half into like a cave and now you're stuck and you, you know, there's no way to get out and it's dark and whatever, you know, <laughs> it's not like one of those horrible horror stories like that poor guy that died. Uh, cause he oh. took a wrong turn in the cave and he got stuck for 24 hours and finally died <laughs> and they closed the cave off and they buried him in the cave. Like that became his tomb. <laughs> um, yeah, that gives me the EBGBs a little bit, but, not not so much. So I'm going back uh, Thursday to get tried again. So I'm gonna take the gabapentin and the muscle relaxer and then some some of the edibles before I go, like an hour before I go. I got a you're, driver driving me. You're, so hopefully you're, it'll you're kill it. Loaded. Hopefully it'll kill the pain enough where I can just lay there and just get it done. Um, so I can get to the bottom of this and you know get back to being 100. percent You know it's funny. I, I'm not even I'm not claustrophobic by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have no problem, you know, doing the MRIs and everything like that. There are a lot of people who are fucking terrified of that shit, man. They mm. are terrified of being in that tube because it gets really loud. Yeah. And you have to constantly do the, okay, hold your breath for blah, blah, blah. Release, mm. breathe. And then it goes, it's loud. Yeah. And yeah. I hate loud noises, but I'm expecting them from the machine. So I know when it's coming and not whatnot. But, oh. is, is the MRI louder than the CAT scan? Than the CT scan? I want to say yes. Is it? It is. I believe so. Hmm. Uh, there's a, well, you know, I had, a, I had an MRI on my knee, and it was it was it was pretty noisy. But they put these earphones on me, and they were yes. blaring music, and, and the it, music. I there. did not like it. That made it worse. I hated it. Like the last place I went, they just gave me ear um, uh, earplugs to put in um, to deaden the noise. So I was kind of like, okay, cool, this is better. Yeah, they're they're like, uh, Mr. Collins, is there a certain radio station or artist that you prefer? I'm like, Velvet Revolver. <laughs> Put on Velvet Revolver right now. And then they turn it up, and it, it sounds like there's more fucking static coming through the earphones. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. It gave me a headache. I was like, oh my God, please make it stop. This is so loud. I wish. Because uh, I, 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 I was just like... um. Do you want to let she was she was like, do you want to listen to the music or do you want to listen to like nature sounds and like tranquility and stuff? And I'm like, yeah, nature sounds sound cool because no, she fucking started blaring like country music at like the top of the thing. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is driving me nuts. Like, I just need to get out of here. My knee was killing me on that one Um, when I got the MRI of my knee. But 
it, uh, <laughs> I was able to stomach that one, but with my shoulder, couldn't, couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. If there's anything worse than country music, it's country music being played extra loud. Yeah. I actually like country music, but it's just, there's gotta be a time and a place for it. Uh, you know, getting an MRI, being strapped in and getting MRI is not the place for country music. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. So, um, so what else is going on, Eric? I'm sorry about that. I just had minor technical difficulties. Apparently, apparently the Alexa in the living room said, fuck you <laughs> and turned on. And this voice is so spooky. It was funny. Uh, my roommate and friend, Beth, she came out and she goes, she's looking at it because she has one in her room. So I mm -hmm. guess, and then I, I broadcasted. Yeah. Broadcasted. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all good. Man. Yeah. My, and, like, the voice, the voice creeps me out. Like I know, I know Beth's voice, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm, like, she has to say something. She'll, she'll say it. And you know, I can look at her and say, Oh, you know, give her the head nod. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. And yeah. she came out, she's like, oh, oh, I was like, God damn it, who's that? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what's funny is whenever they play an Alexa commercial, like all the Alexas in my house go, uh-huh, okay. You know, like, or whatever they say, like whenever, it's, you know, whenever they mention Alexa and it's Alexa commercial. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so annoying. I had to change the, uh, the name of it in my office because um, it was a problem. How do you, you spell know? it? What you call it? That way when, you don't turn it on. Oh, uh, it's just called uh, C O M P T E R computer. I hear you. Yeah, and I got it set up to where it doesn't uh, do the uh, announcing. Like it just makes a sound. Okay. Yeah, like it doesn't go, hey, what's going on? Like trying to have a conversation with me. It just like waits for the response. And if it doesn't hear it, then it just makes like a two chimes and goes back to being in sleep mode. I think when Brad comes over here, I'm going to hit him up to uh, help. Uh, to help myself and uh, Beth, uh, or my roommate Beth, uh, to uh, set up our Alexas the, mm -hmm. the 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 best way possible, because you know I you know he's a computer guru like you, and he's, he you guys can set up anything under the sun, and plus it's free, and that's always great for me. Uh, so. It's free, it's for me. I'll take three. <laughs> but yeah, to set ours up so we like we can say, you know, turn on the living room lights, to you know uh, anything. Yeah, so this so this weekend I I went to a uh harvest festival out in Brooksville. What is friends. that? It's literally like you they have like corn mazes, corn maze like mazes that you can go through and they got like like roping and slides and stuff like that and like food and you know petting zoo and all that kind of crap. It was it was pretty fun, but it was funny cuz we we were out in the maze trying to figure out how to get back out you know you go in and then you basically have to try to figure out how to go out now obviously you can just backtrack the way you came in but that's not the point so they're all arguing like are my friends and my wife and stuff trying to figure out where to go and i'm just like i'm going this way i'll see you all later so like five minutes later like i'm out of the maze you know so i'm texting like my wife i'm like i'm not getting murdered in the corn maze today i made it to safety i was like i'm a rider by <laughs> I've been through. I've been through one maze before. It wasn't, and it wasn't a corn maze. It was just a, like like bales of hay that were oh, piled up. You know, yeah. like a bunch of them, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then and that was when I was younger and everything. And it was fun. I really want to go through one of those big time ones, like you're talking about. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Corn mazes. You know, you see the movies, and you're like, how do people get lost in a, like corn? Like you know, yeah. like it's like in a lot of horror movies and stuff like that, where you see people running in the corn, sure, and then they get lost, and. 
you don't know how disorienting it is until you get in there because everything's so far over you, you have no idea what's around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have like really no sense of which direction to go in if you get turned around. Um, Yeah, that's true. And, you know, this corn, this corn field was on the smaller side, but it was still pretty, pretty big. Um, as far as, you know, it would probably take about 15, 20 minutes at least to get all the way through it from side to side. Um, so I couldn't imagine being out like somewhere in the Midwest where they have miles and miles and miles of nothing but corn. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and getting lost out there and trying to, you know, figure out how to get out of the corn maze. <laughs> Like the shining, even mm-hmm. though that wasn't a corn maze, it was still no. a badass maze. Yeah. Children ha- of corn. That and I, like the haunted hayride that takes yeah. you to the mazes, man, that's, that's great for all ages. Yeah. I did a couple of those in the past. They're so much fun. They like, really just ride are. on the hayride and they have all the different things set up and everything. So how was your weekend? Did you do anything exciting? Oh no, no, I did. I definitely did not. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, just just some football, which was great because your Eagles are five and zero, oh, five and zero, oh. and no one's here to shut me up. E A G L E S. Go Eagles! Yeah, Saturday we uh, suck I it, coached, Brad. Coach football, you know the team's Eagles. So I listen to that theme song all the it's, time. Every time we score a touchdown, and we beat most of the teams by like thirty points. So it was like that song was played like every fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> for that's these kids. awesome that yeah. is awesome there's a like there's there's I, i've learned to become a lot more no i haven't not really uh but a little bit more humble uh mm. when it comes to you know if we just destroyed your team or we just yeah or we just barely beat you um i i didn't talk shit about the bucks game uh well oh, you should have though you know, I, it, it, what is it gonna do for me uh, it's we, just gonna make a bunch of people god we played horrible that game pissed off yeah i know I know. I, I was supposed to go with it. Uh, yeah. Compliments of you. But yep. thank, thank God the tickets did go to a great place. That's good. Um, and he said the seats were perfect, too. Oh, really? He went up yeah. to the seats? Yeah, he went up to the seats, yeah. Oh. He brought his son. Can I tell you, I've, n- I've never sat up in those seats. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> I've never been there. <laughs> I was so. when I was doing the map of the stadium and everything, where the uh-huh. seats are, you know, they're in the corner. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and you're in the third level and everything, but yeah. you're in the corner. You could see perfectly. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I picked good seats, even though they're not. I mean, I used to have club seats, but I just didn't go to the game as much. So I decided to get rid of them. And no I wasting had, the money point. Yeah. Yeah. I had prepaid that. Well, they screwed me. I mean, I'm stuck in there for another year. So I'll have them all next year again. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's going to be fun. So the Bucks had a bye this week. So we didn't have any Bucks football, but the Eagles, they look good. Yeah, they yeah. did. They, they really, and I'm so sick and tired of every radio, TV personality out there, like Stephen A. Smith, uh, Skip Bayless, for instance. You know, anybody uh-huh. that of oh, the Eagles, man, they dog, they dog the birds so hard. They're like, oh, the Dolphins are better than the Eagles. Uh, the we're five and zero, oh, and the Dolphins are three and two. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, Schmagle Brian, I we get so pissed about it, but it's better just. Keep it all in and let it boil out one day on, you know, a major freeway with. I tell you, who's getting a lot of heat from the Jets is Zach Wilson. Oh, he deserves it though, all because of his (sighs) attitude. Yeah, from from last year, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I I guess. I mean, it's just so funny because when I was watching the Chiefs game a couple weeks ago, and the announcers were like, anything that Patrick Mahomes did was like God himself came down. And made it ha- made that whatever it was happen, you know, like 
if he missed a throw, it was like, well, it just wasn't meant to be, you know, like if, if it, it, <laughs> Zach Wilson, he did something like amazing and they'd be like, yeah, you know, he sucks assholes. And if it wasn't for his amazing receiver, that ball would have never been caught. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every single play the four kid did, they were just dogging him out. Like, <laughs> he, like he, nonstop. Yeah. dude, he gets shit on <laughs> a lot. And because last year his attitude was that he just had no, he didn't take responsibility and that turned off a lot of the veterans. Oh yeah. And then all oh, the storyline, you know, you got, you got the, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play the game, Aaron Rodgers coming <laughs> yeah. in four plays later, he's coming out and then here comes sloppy <laughs> Wilson. Oh God. And he, he does get, dog. I remember Stephen A, it was like, uh, it was last week, right? It was Monday last week and yeah. he comes out on ESPN first take and he's like, Zach Wilson's a bum. Let me make that. <laughs> Perfectly, yeah. perfectly clear. Zach Wilson is a bum. He's a bum. <laughs> he has no place belonging on football field. <laughs> I know it was, it was just so funny. It was just, uh, the whole thing cracked me up. It's just like dogging him out, like nonstop. Like nothing he could do was right. Nothing he could. Nothing. <laughs> and if, if if he happened to get a good play, it was just sheer luck and the skill of the receiver or whoever got yeah. the ball had nothing to do with the quarterback. Like, <laughs> like they normally they would say Zach Wilson back to pass. He's got blah, 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 yeah. wide open. Yeah. And they're just like, here comes a pass. Yeah. Uh, Great catch by. <laughs> it's more like, Oh, look how shitty Zach Wilson took that snap. (laughs) Like he didn't even put any effort to picking the ball up. And then he drops back three steps because he's so fucking lazy. (laughs) And then look at this sloppy throw. I mean, it it was right over the shoulder and hit the receiver right where it needed to be. But it was so sloppy. Like (laughs) if the receiver wasn't so skilled, there's no way that would have been caught. I'm here with Chris (laughs) Collinsworth. Chris, what did you think of Zach Wilson's play? Kid can't even keep his fucking jersey clean. What a joke. Well, he was he was tackled on real turf. Uh, it's no no ex- uh, no excuse. He sucks. Yeah, that's no excuse. <laughs> just 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 get out. Get off the field. Get off the team. Get off the field. Yeah, <laughs> you bum. It's got to be kind of like you know. I don't know how I feel in this situation because you know you're you, you went from the starting quarterback to being like the backup. You know. <laughs> behind Aaron Rodgers so you know you'd never get any play time ever <laughs> and ever. Aaron Rodgers is going to take the team like places that you couldn't even think of and then all of a sudden like you're sitting back relaxed like I'm just going to sit back and collect a paycheck like I just have to show up to practice I don't even have to worry about the games you're just sitting back chilling collecting your paycheck and then four plays in he goes down and you're like what the fuck now I got to go back out here again <laughs> he uh, he is the perfect example of how one position yeah. could save, make or break a team. Well, the quarterback Zach is Wilson such, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the quarterback is such an important position. It and is. The, I mean, it, it's the whole cornerstone of the team. Like, if you have a good quarterback, you can probably make things happen. And then you can get your other, you know, weapons that you put out there to, you know, your wide receivers, your running backs, tight ends. Um, you could build a team. But if you have a crappy quarterback, <laughs> You, you can't do nothing. Like you can have the best receivers and running backs in the world, but if your QB can't hand off the ball or can't take the snap or, you know, doesn't, is not quick enough. You, it, it ruins a game. I see it every Saturday um, with the kids. You know, we go up against teams where you oh, yeah. have uh, a quarterback that really can read plays and see openings and, you know, is quick on his feet. 
And then you have other quarterbacks that are just, they don't, they don't know what's going on. They're like shell shocked. You know, they, they, they turn the wrong direction when they're doing the handoff because they got the play confused or they, they, they fumble the ball and they drop it. Um, or there's a wide open and they don't take the run. Like they don't start running because they're, they don't know what to do and they're still looking to throw it and they throw it incomplete. So it's wild because I, I don't think like there's many other sports that have that level of, uh, you know, that one player of one it. player can yeah. make or break you, you know, I, I, I mean, think the, the closest second I can think of Mike would be an NHL goalie. That's what I was going to say is hockey with the goalie. Cause if you have a strong goalie, he's going to save your job. He's going to save your team. Um, now you could be like, cause you could be the Wayne yeah. Gretzky on the ice, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And the and same thing you with can score. soccer, you know, you, yeah, you have you, the goalie, the goalies are mo- real important in those games. You could um, you could score a million points yeah. all day long, but if you don't have someone to stop the damn puck, yeah, guess what? It doesn't matter. You mm-hmm. better keep scoring. And what happens yeah. to you if you get injured? Well, <laughs> at least we got Nikolai Javi Bulin, the Bulin yeah. ball from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I feel like it's definitely a sport that really relies heavily on the quarterback. You know, they're like they make the team. They really do. And um, unfortunately, a lot of people don't have that stellar quarterback. Right. Yeah. It, it's pretty wild. I mean, um, I feel like the, the whole game's like evolving. I feel like it's getting more and more physically challenging for these guys compared to what it was. What do you mean? It used to be more physical back in the day. Because you well, get away with anything. There was no tuck rule. There was no, you know, helmet to helmet. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think it's get you have, there's so much more mind in the game because it's not like you can just tackle the guy. You've got to make sure you hit him right. You're not targeting. You're not hitting the back. Okay. okay. You know, like the rules are making it, it's getting much, so much more like cerebral, like, you know, in, in your mind, as far as what you have to do to play the sport. Mm. You um, have to be more, you have to be football smart. Yeah. Nowadays. It's, it's not just, a natural reaction. It's like, okay, I know that that guy's going to throw a dump off slant. Yeah. And so this is as the defender, I have to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of relying on just strict, uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah. You get what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. And then the other thing too, is like with technology today, like they can review plays and you know, like before, before they had all the technology, like if you caught the ball, you could fake it. Like if you're going down and you're catching on the ground and it hit the ground, you could fake it. Like you, you got it. And they wouldn't know if the line judge, line judge didn't see it, you know, hitting the ground, yep. they, they call the play, but now it's like they can review it and they have the review instantly right there in the stadium. Like the fans can see it on the TV, the jumbotron, you know, even if the ref called it like a catch, they could see, well, that hit the ground first. And then the other coach is like challenge flag, (laughs) you know, you know what I mean? Like that, that's making it more and more and more difficult. I think for players too, like, cause you can't get away with stuff as easily, you know, now they can see if you cross the line. Um, Like I know in soccer, they've got the uh, offside. There's a computer that tracks whether players are offside or not. So, Oh, yeah, so they're like they can tell like if it's offside to call an offside play, and it's like pretty much irrefutable because it's like yeah, you were past this point, you know, and they can replay it and stuff like that. Whereas before, it just had to be up to the guy on the field's judge on uh, judgment. Um, oh shit! Yeah, I mean we've we've had like several games that we've lost because of bad refing, you know, judge uh, the uh, refs making bad calls. Oh yeah, I, um, 
sometimes they are you get that bad bunch of refs remember yeah. 2020 season uh-huh. uh with the, the covid season and yeah. man the refs were just and i get it now they're working in the covid thing but they were fucking garbage they oh, ruined yeah. so many games yeah because you get one play that's miscalled like that like the for the jets i feel the jets should have won that game because <laughs> there was like a 15 minute hold um on <laughs> the chiefs like it was, it felt like 15 minutes. Like it felt like the minute the guy touched him, he was holding him the whole time. And the one that were uh, Patrick Mahomes ran to get that f- the uh, last first down that they needed mm-hmm. so they could kneel. That should have never happened because it should have gotten called back for holding. Because that's definitely what is happening. But you know, sometimes they miss calls, and then you know, th- it also makes me feel like a conspiracy theorist because. Um, People were saying that they didn't want the Chiefs to lose because of, you know, Taylor Swift and uh, Kelsey, <laughs> their relationship. And they don't want the fans to see her as like a negative omen. So they're <laughs> they're saying it was almost rigged. Like the judges were like, the Chiefs have to win this game because we got to keep this Taylor train rolling. Because, you know, she has more fans than the entire than every football uh, team put together. On oh my Instagram. god! I know. I know. Yeah, she it's ridiculous, yeah. bro. She has more <laughs> fans than 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 all the teams combined. Like literally, like <laughs> you know, the the Eagles also have a Taylor Swift or Kelsey uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Swift. Yeah, yeah, gimmick going on. Yeah, they have one of the players is Swift, and then Kelsey. Yeah, they they keep they keep popping that on TV. It's like you know. And speaking of which, the Kelsey crazy. brothers, man, I got to tell you, they got a, they have a great podcast. Oh, they do. Listen to no, them? I haven't listened to it. I'll have to go check uh, it out. The Brothers B, man, they are amazing. Loud. Look them up and uh, what's it called? Uh shit. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I'll look it up later. We can, we can mention oh, it. We'll mention oh, that right show. Here. I got it right here. It's called the Daily BM. Oh, yeah. The Daily BM. Yeah. If you want to hear the Kelsey brothers <laughs> talk about Taylor Swift and everything else and NFL and everything inside outside. Yeah, just go to the Daily BM and go to the dailybm.com. Yeah. You know? And then we'll have it posted up there so that way you can you know, go over to the listen to the real podcast. <laughs> and that's how <laughs> you steal people's thunder. <laughs> the Daily BM, and then tragic news, the Daily BM turns out to be a con artist show. Yeah, con artist show. Yeah, so I, I think we, we should end it on that note. Sure. Such a con artist. <laughs> you want to tell them where they can find us again? Again, again. Yeah, go to the dailybm.com. And we have all of our merch there. We have every single show, and it shows all of our social medias. Yep. Uh, normally, Brad gives them out, and he rattles them off really quick with a tiki talk and this and the other. Just go to dailybm.com, stream us on all platforms, all streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and just go to our Facebook page, and throw us ideas, throw us comments, insults. We give some damn. We got the Daily BM. I am Eric C. He is Michael Preston. And guess what? We're out. You guys have a great day. Sir. Sure.